four, <laughs> three, two. Welcome to What We Missed, episode three. I'm Danny. I'm Karen. And today we have a very special guest. Um, how, when did we meet? Freshman year? Yeah. Yeah. And Business year. Foundations with one of the worst teachers <laughs> I've ever had. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. I shouldn't say his name, but he was kind of bad. Um, we all know. We all know. Yeah, we all know. Do you know, Garen? No. Mr. Uh, F? I, that sucks. No, I had... Yeah. Oh, who did I have? We probably I shouldn't think... say actual names, though. I, well, no, I think my Business Foundations teacher, I think she actually took... Well, first off, it was a woman. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Not a woman. Uh, why'd you say no, it like but, that? Uh, well, because you said Mr. Uh, no, I think she took a... Uh, she took a better job with the school district. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So she actually, she actually stopped a few years after I took her class. Fair enough. Well, anyway, uh, I didn't even say her name yet. Fuck. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have Hannah Seckman today. Um, I've known her, like I said, since freshman. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Thank you. I forgot. We were going to fuck with you and clap, and then I completely forgot. Um, Jamie, get down, bud. But um, she's here to talk about hockey today and there's a lot of things like misogyny and you said how you got into it is what you want to talk about first right mm -hmm. so i guess you have the floor whenever you're ready all right so i actually didn't start playing hockey until our freshman year so the year we met and the reason was because when i was like i want to say 10 or 11 that's when my brother started playing hockey so he would have been like seven or eight. And I told my mom I wanted to play hockey too. And she was like, no, you're not going to like it or you're going to get hurt, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not for you. And mm. I was like, okay. So she put me in figure skating. And I did figure skating until eighth grade. So then after that, I was like, I'm done with this. I hate figure skating. I want to play hockey so bad. Like, it looks so fun. And so I eventually convinced my mom to let me play hockey because I already knew how to skate, obviously from figure skating so I just had to learn like the hockey skills and stuff so my mom started looking for like a team that I could play on and we ended up at this club called Columbus Ice Hockey Club which is like a hockey is for everyone sort of program um, because we discovered that there are no women's teams in Columbus no youth women's teams there is one triple a Columbus Blue Jackets girls team so like you have to be really, really good to make the team. It's like top 20 girls in the whole central Ohio area. And that's like adults um, too, right? Like, so you wouldn't have even gotten in with that at the age? Or? I would have I been, I was at the U16 and U19 level, which I think Columbus only has U19. So I would have been with competing against girls up through freshman in college. Gotcha. So, wow. and I had never played hockey before. So that wasn't happening. Right. So our other options for girls hockey was driving to Pittsburgh to play Penn's Elite or driving to Cleveland to play with the Barons, and we weren't going to do that either. Yeah. Um, so my mom started asking around, and then we found this organization called Columbus Ice Hockey Club, and they kind of organized their teams based on skill level rather than age and stuff. So I went and talked to the coordinator over there. His name is John Hofferman. He's great phenomenal big community guy um 
And so I started playing there freshman year, and I was on all boys team. It was nice. terrible. Um, <laughs> there was one other girl on my team, I think. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, not not great playing with all teenage boys. You know, not knowing exactly what I was doing going into it was not a great time. I got made fun of a lot. Um, but they, first, I actually go ahead. Did they ever like attribute that to you being a woman? Like, where the guys like, oh, this girl oh, doesn't 100%. know what she's right. That yeah, because that uh, seems like a teenage boy thing to do. Is like, well, this girl oh, yeah. comes in here and she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. So. I mean, half of them didn't even know our names, me and the other girl, because we obviously were in a different locker room, and then we would go in there for, like, the first, for the ten minutes before the game, and they would, like, stare at us. We're like, yeah, no, we are on your team, uh, believe it or not. Uh, so it was, like, super but, clicky in that way? Yeah, it was just, it was not a good time all around. They were very judgy, very mean, was not fun. I kind of hated it a lot, but, you know, that was my only option. Um... And at this time, my brother was not playing for the same organization as me, so I didn't even have him like that I would know because he was playing for a different organization because he's actually, like, really good at hockey. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually want to go more into Columbus Ice Hockey Club and kind of what they're about because that kind of goes into how hockey's a privileged sport. So Columbus Ice Hockey Club was started by the guy I pre previously mentioned. His name is John Hofferman. He works for the city of Columbus. He does all their hockey operations, stuff like that. And so hockey is for everyone is like this, I guess, movement maybe. I don't know what the word would be. That was started by the NHL, and it's to get people from like just a diverse group of people, diverse groups of communities and stuff like that, people that wouldn't normally be able to um, participate or play hockey to be able to get them to play and so how Columbus Ice Hockey Club originally started out was I think it was early 2000s when they started it and it was originally created to get inner city kids off the streets of Columbus like kids that were being recruited into gangs and drugs and stuff like that so that's what it was originally created for you know get them into street hockey get them into skates teach them how to play hockey you know, get them into doing something after school other than stuff that they shouldn't be involved in. And so how it works is there was a lot of volunteer work, uh, a lot of volunteer coaches, uh, funding from the city, not huge amounts of funding, obviously. It's a city program. Um, trying to get, you know, used hockey gear and ice time and coaches so that the fees for these kids would be minimal because their families didn't have the money for it. So that's kind of how it started out. It's kind of evolved into something else now. Um, but I actually wrote down their mission statement just to give you kind of an idea. So the mission statement is to allow youth from diverse communities and extenuating circumstances in central Ohio, the opportunity to v develop core values through hockey and use it as a vehicle to open doors and excel in all aspects of their lives. So kind of it would be not only would it give them practice and games and stuff like that, like teaching them how to play hockey, but um, you also have to do a lot of volunteer work when you're part of the program. That's just kind of like the handoff. So um, volunteering at the rec centers around the city and going and playing street hockey with those kids and stuff like that and like teaching kids responsibility, um, you know, communication, cooperation, team values, stuff like that. 
and then they would have like Columbus police, Columbus fire come in and do like all kinds of recruiting things to try, like for kids that aren't going to go to college, which was a big majority of the kids that played um, and kind of get them into something like that they can use later on in life. So that's kind of how the club started out. It's a really great program. Um, I still go in and volunteer now. I think it's great. I love working at the rec centers. I love working with Columbus Ice Hockey. So I think that's really good because hockey is a super privileged sport. It's a super rich sport. Um, you know, if you look at just in central Ohio, what what high schools have hockey teams? You know, it's the yeah, Olentangy's, like the Dublins, St. Charles, which I do have something to say about St. Charles as well. Oh, um, oh boy. <laughs> So uh, we'll just get into it now. So well, hold on. I have Saint one Charles. question really quick. Okay, yeah, go for it. Go for it. No, um, so the guy that started the organization was not your coach, was he? He kind of helps coach out, coach around with all the teams. Okay. He's just like the main coordinator. He's always at the rink. He's there for the majority okay. of the practices. So, but he's not normally on the ice or the benches. Like we have assigned coaches. They have volunteer coaches, and then they have. I think two or three that are paid by the city that work for Columbus Parks and Rec, and okay. then they also work at the Rec. Because my question was, does did your coach ever do anything like that? That first year, did they ever do anything to like integrate you in more, or were they just kind of like, I mean, if it's a volunteer, they kind of might not know what to do, but like, which isn't yeah. really an excuse, but. So with John and with the other coach that was um, a city employee, they were both really good about like getting me involved and getting me introduced to everyone and like keeping me like in the group but then with like the team I played on the first year I think it was just someone's dad that was a coach so he didn't really I don't even know if he knew my name for being honest I don't remember his name so uh, well fair enough but yeah but no if you look at like around central Ohio it's like St. Charles Upper Arlington New Albany all those schools are the ones that have um hockey teams for their schools um, and then there's Columbus Ice Hockey Club. That's a club. Uh, Hilliard has a club. Pickerington has a club. And those are just like, with Hilliard and Pickerington, it's kids from other high schools too. So my freshman through junior year, if I would have tried out for a club team, I would have had to play for Hilliard. And then my senior year, I think the district lines changed, so I would have had to play for Pickerington. But Hilliard had this policy where they actually didn't, put girls on their team it wasn't hmm. an explicit thing but, right but, but, but everyone knew. knows yeah yeah because you had to like weigh a certain amount and be a certain height because they're like we don't want you to get hurt and i was like yeah um that that doesn't make any sense because i'm bigger than a lot of freshman boys but like my senior year i was like really yeah really but yeah so that was the other thing and so Columbus ice hockey was like pretty much my only option unless I wanted to drive, you know, two or three hours away right, to yeah. practice twice a week, <laughs> which was not happening. Yeah, no. I mean, like I'm not, my family's not super rich. Like I don't have the funds to do that. So um, Columbus ice hockey was really good about getting me hockey gear and getting me, you know, started in the right direction with hockey skills and stuff like that. Um, which I think is really good because a lot of my teammates also just came from, like, not great backgrounds. And I think this that Columbus Ice Hockey really gave them the opportunity to do something better. And um, one of my friends, actually, that went through the organization, he plays on a D1 college team right now. And they're in the Frozen Four, actually. So, like, 
Shit. We never would have been able to do that if it weren't for Columbus Ice Hockey. So uh, and... For the idiots that definitely are not me that don't know what the Frozen Four is, could you explain that? <laughs> so Frozen Four is like college ice hockey playoffs. So okay. it's like kind of how March Madness when you get to the Final Four. Yeah. That's what the Frozen gotcha. Four is. So yeah. it's like you go through the bracket and then you get to the Frozen Four. And actually, fun fact, um, OSU women's D1 women just won the Frozen Four. They really? won the Shit. championship. Their first national title for the women. Isn't that awesome? Fuck them yeah. up. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and the men's is going on this weekend, this coming weekend. So I think they all just got there. They're in New York. But Shit. anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think the Hockey is for Everyone movement is really great. Um, and this is kind of going to transition into my sexism segment a little oh, sweet. bit. We because, love a good transition segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hockey is for everyone. You know, it's it's really focused on no matter your sexual orientation, no matter your race, no matter, like, your background, no matter your gender, you can play hockey, you know? And the Columbus Blue Jackets are big with pushing this, or they like to preach it a lot. And they do a Hockey is for Everyone night at one of the games every year. And they usually go to Columbus Ice Hockey and they do a segment on somebody from the club. Um, two of the girls I used to play with actually were just featured a few weeks ago. And it's really awesome that they do that. But then if you go to the Ice House, which is the rink that is connected to Nationwide. So it's not, not the arena, but right. the one right next door where they practice sometimes. We... So there's, okay, let me back up a little bit. So there's like four rinks in Columbus or, or in central Ohio or whatever. So there's the Chillers at Easton, Dublin, and um, Polaris. And then there's also the Ice House. And then there's the Ice Works, which is in Worthington. And those are like our five main rinks that we have. So if you play any kind of youth hockey, club hockey, or anything in Ohio, you're going to be at one of those five rinks, especially if you're in like Columbus area. Mm-hmm. So the Ice House is one of the main ones you know, downtown Columbus. And how it was when I first started playing hockey was girls would get assigned one of, like, the six locker rooms that were back there. You know, whatever. Fine. Girls are in locker room six today. Cool. And then they were like, oh, hockey's for everyone. We are going to make a girls' locker room. Great. Fantastic. So they spend a whole season making this locker room. We go in the next season, and it's about the size of a closet. Hmm. And we're like, oh, this is, this is not, this is not okay. Because at this point, I think there were like seven or eight girls on my team. And that, it was just, first of all, not enough space at all for six people. It was maybe enough room for four. And And they don't even have, sorry, they don't even have the excuse of like, well, there's only a couple of girls now. This is only temporary because that's enough people to warrant more space right off the bat. So that's just blatantly like, fuck it. You can have a closet. Yep. So that was one thing, you know, we've got people changing on the floor in the hallway. We've got people changing in the bathroom. You know, the guys have got two locker rooms to themselves. And the other thing with that is why did they only make one girl's locker room? Right. If the guys had two, the girls should think about it. And there's two boys teams playing each other and they both have girls on their teams. What's the issue with that? Like you can't have girls from two different teams. Like, in the same locker room like i'm just on the ice five minutes ago talking shit to this girl and like 
trying to fight her and then you want me to go change in the locker room with her after the game it's <laughs> a really good point yeah like imagine if the guys had to do that all hell would be broken loose like parents would be pissed off boys would be pissed off like they would immediately fix the issue yeah but most rinks do not have a girls locker room and if they do they only have one i have never been to a ice rink that has more than one girls locker room and i think that's ridiculous that is pretty um, stupid. Yeah. so the rink that columbus ice hockey club plays at is the fairgrounds um in columbus so um like where we had our graduation okay. and so after quarter horse congress is over they take out whatever is in there before i don't even know and they put in a sheet of ice um which is already later than most hockey like seasons start so i think that's that goes again to speak to the privilege of it because you know columbus ice hockey clubs over here starting a month later than everyone else you know, they've got less practice time, less, ga less games, le less practice than everyone else, which, you know, it is what it is. It's what you have to do with the funds that you have. Ice time is very expensive. But it's a giant arena, and there's plenty of locker rooms, and then there's the girls' locker room, which is maybe enough for two girls to fit in comfortably. Jesus. And my freshman year, my first year playing, I was in there, and I was like looking behind the locker and there was a sign back there and I like pulled the sign out and it said bull riders locker room. And I was like, so this is supposed to be the locker room for one man and they want like six of us girls to squish in here. What? What? And like freshman year, you know, whatever. It wasn't a problem. There was two of us. It's whatever. Um, then every year we'd get more and more girls and it eventually became a problem and we would have to like beg to get a locker room. And they'd be like, okay, well, once the, the kids are out, like, once the little kids are out from the practice before, you can take that locker room. And I was like, I know there's empty locker rooms in here. There's no way there's not. Yeah. But, so, there was also, there was one time when we were playing a team from Washington, D.C., and they were in Columbus, and we were at that rink, and they had girls on their team. And my coach was like, okay, well, you guys, like, let them change, and then you guys can go in and change. And I was like, so I have to wait out here in the hallway for 20 minutes in my sweaty, disgusting gear waiting for the other team to change so that I can go in and change. So I got really mad, and I just took my bag, and I went down to the bathroom, and I changed, and he, like, got mad at me. He was like, you could just be patient. And I was like, okay, well, you're a man. You don't understand. Like, you can't – you've never stood in the hallway waiting for somebody to be done changing so that you can go strip your gear off. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, but I think the only rink in central Ohio that has, like, a decent-sized – locker room is chiller easton they have like an actual size locker room for the girls and even then it's still only the one so i mean i appreciate the space but like it's not right. yeah so um the other really bad one was chiller dublin theirs is also like a little tiny closet in the middle of the rink but i thought that was bad central ohio rinks locker rooms were bad and then we started traveling um we went to D.C. one time, and we were like, hey, where's the girls' locker room? And they are like, the what? We don't, we, don't have, we don't have one of those. They are like, you can change in the bathroom, or you can change in the speed skater storage closet. And we were like, okay, I guess we'll take the storage closet. So we go in the storage closet. It's about this wide, like barely can fit through there. The walls are lined with shelves of skates. It's freezing because it's in the middle of the rink, and it's not heated because it's not a locker room. So my hands are, like, frozen when I'm trying to tie my skates. There's, like, four of us trying to fit on this tiny bench. Like, our goalie's a girl. She's on the end, like, falling off the bench. And 
they were like, well, if you don't like it, you can change the bathroom. Like, what's the issue? They're like, there are only four of you. Why do you need a locker room? Did you want me to change in the lobby? Because I'm pretty sure you'd have issues with that. Yeah. And I would get yelled at. Fucking because, shit, you know, dude. I'm not a man. I can't walk around shirtless. Like, it's just, it's not how it works. And so I think that's a big, big showing of sexism in hockey is locker rooms. Locker rooms are my biggest thing. Like, it sounds so simple and so small, but it's not. And it makes me so angry. Because hockey, they're trying to push hockey's for everyone. Trying to, they do girls, girls try hockey for free week. Like, we want to get girls into playing hockey, but we don't have them a place for them to change. Like, unless it is an all-girls team, you don't get a locker room. Or you get a closet. You get a tiny little closet that's not heated. And there's eight of you. And you have to share it with the other team. And then you have to walk halfway across the rink to go to your team's locker room and sit in there while they're still getting dressed. But you have to be dressed 20 minutes early so you can walk yeah. down the hall and walk halfway across the rink to get to their locker room. Like, it's ridiculous. It's so yeah. stupid. Like, it's such a big issue. And so here's here was the other thing I wanted to talk about with the, the, the locker room in the ice house in Columbus. So... Right after they renovated this locker room, they're like, oh, hockey's for everyone. Here's a girl's locker room. Happy birthday. Like, women, women's hockey. Go for it. Um, like, the next month, they put in this giant locker room with, like, stalls and, like, lockers and stuff for the AAA U18 men's team. And I was like, you're telling me they didn't already have a locker room, first of all? Second of yeah. all, it was, like, five times the size of this women's one that they put in with like these tiny little rickety wooden benches in it and it was so nice like it was carpeted it had like laundry bins in it had stalls with their names on it and i was like okay yeah whatever like they bring in money that's cool that's whatever but you could have like given us a little bit more space because how it's set up in this ice rink is when you walk into the lobby to the left is where the rink is and you go through the doors and there's a hallway that goes all the way down behind, like, the benches, and that's where all the locker rooms are. And then this new one that they put in for these men was, like, right there on the corner. The women's one was out in the lobby beside the bathroom. Not even with the rest of the locker rooms. Like, you have to go back to the corner where the bathrooms are, right. so it smells like piss all the time. Like, it, it's ridiculous. And then also the same year, um, so St. Charles and I think it's New Albany. They also, like, that's their home rink, so they have their own locker rooms there. And St. Charles was renovating their locker room to make it bigger and better. Which, you know, whatever. It's a rich school. Do what you want with your money. They had the audacity to ask Columbus Ice Hockey Club, this tiny little club for people that don't have money, with everybody volunteering to work concessions at the Blue Jackets games to pay off their hockey dues, they asked them to make a donation to their new locker room. They probably yeah. did it all pretentious, too, just knowing how rich people are. <laughs> and this is this is the thing. John Hofferman, the guy that runs it, is so, so generous, so giving back, that he gave them money. He gave them the donation. Oh, dude. St. Charles is so rich, they could probably put in their own ice rink. Yeah. And you're asking us to to make a donation to your new locker room when we can't even get a girls locker room. That's uh interesting yeah. to say the least. <laughs> so, you know, I went through all that in high school, you know, 
being in the boys' locker room. And, like, the coaches would contribute unintentionally, not even, like, malicious, but they would be, like, I just remember, I remember this so vividly. I was sitting in the locker room one time next to the other girl on my team, and our coach is, like, you know, he's mad. He's, like, oh, you need to go out there. Like, you you can't be scared of a check. You need to be able to hit them, like, grow a pair. And I was, like, oh, I actually can't do that. (laughs) That's so crazy. (laughs) But, like, it's, like, oh, so I can't be aggressive because i'm a woman that's insane and i just you know always always with the boys locker room talk and stuff and it's disgusting you know whatever locker room talk but at least wait till i'm back in my girls locker room closet down the hallway but so my senior year they finally maybe it was my junior year they finally made a girls hockey team at columbus ice hockey club um, they still have it now. My sister plays on the team. And so I was playing both teams. My last years of high school, I was playing the men's or the, the boys and on the girls' teams. And but a lot of the girls were doing the same thing, like playing on both teams. And they would like prioritize the boys' games over the girls' games. Like we would have games scheduled at the same time. And they'd be like, oh, you have a girls game today well actually the boys team has a game at the same time so like you need to go to that game and it was like why why make a girls team if you're just going to take half the team away to play on the boys teams so then the girls team would end up with like two lines of people and you know do terrible whatever and the other thing is with the, the girls team it's great i love it it was you know nice to not have to play with boys but there's no other teams around here so you're driving at least two hours minimum to go play somebody else. I think the closest team is the Gilmore girls in Cleveland. So it's like, it's not a travel team, but at the end of the day, you spend so much money on hotels and stuff that it is. Yeah. And so I think if, if the NHL wants to push hockey for everyone and try to get these girls teams, like they need to do the small things first. Like we need locker rooms. That needs to be yeah. the first step. Locker rooms need to be the first step. It sounds so stupid, but it's such no, a big thing. No, that makes thing. perfect sense. I mean, it's just something you wouldn't think about. Like it's just, from the yeah. outside. And from my like that just sounds like a necessity. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like basic that, that needs. That shouldn't even be an issue in the first in the first place. Yeah. Like that's I don't know. I think that's ridiculous. No, you're and absolutely it just, right. It annoys me so much because the Blue Jackets are like hockey's for everyone. Hockey's for everyone. We have to push this. We gotta milk it. Like you know, market, market it, market it. Put it on every social media. Have a whole month dedicated to hockey's for everyone. And then their own rink doesn't have women's locker rooms. I mean, yeah. it's got one tiny one. Right. And, like, I know that there's women that work for the Blue Jackets. Like, maybe not a lot, but I know there's women that work there. So why why is this as big as it, of an issue as it is? I think that uh, one of the things that's interesting with anything like this, when you try to make change in, like, a giant system, everyone's like, change everything. And, like, they just don't think about, like, you have to – start somewhere they're like yeah just just mm-hmm. start pushing it start talking about it start doing this and then like they, they want to just change everything all at once but you have to like something has to be the start of it and so you can't yeah. just say like yeah just market it and it'll 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 eventually change like you have to take those tiny steps to start pushing that forward yeah like i love working um i volunteer every year for the um girls try hockey for free day where you know they all get to go out on the ice and skate around and figure it out but the thing is if every single one of those girls that showed up 
that signed up for that program, signed up for a hockey team the next year, where are you putting them? Right. What team are you putting them on? Where, like, where, what locker room are you putting them in? So you want all these girls to join the league, but what, when they do, what are you going to do with them? Like, you're not prepared for that many girls to join right. because you don't have anywhere to put them. Right. You don't have anything to do with them. And then they're not going to feel welcome because you, like, pseudo got them into it. You know, like, you, you, yeah. you, you pseudo, like, yep. hey, join, do this thing and try it out, but then you have no option from there. <laughs> yep. Um, so when I came to Miami, Miami has, when I, my freshman year, they had a D1 women's club team. And I was like, oh, I'm not good enough for that. They recruit people out of high school, out of tra travel teams and stuff. And I was like, whatever, like, you know, senior year is my last year playing. That's cool. I played for four years. No big deal. And I joined an intramural team, which is like, you basically just like get a group of friends. You pay a fee, you sign up in the rink schedules you games with other intramural teams which right. is what i do at the rink and so i did that my freshman year and then one of the girls on the other intramural teams was like hey i'm trying to get the d2 women's team put back together because miami used to have two club teams but now they only have one because the d2 team kind of just dissolved and um, there's one other girl on my intramural team and this other girl asked both of us if we would be interested in doing it and i was like ah I don't know. I think my hockey career is over. Like, didn't have... I mean, I did have a good experience with it in high school, but, like, didn't have a great experience with women's hockey altogether. Like, I, eh, I'm i not that great. I'm just gonna sit this one out. And the other girl was like, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. And then this girl kept asking us, and eventually um, this other girl, her name's Maddie. She was on my hockey team this year, but she was like, you know, I'll do it if you do it. And I was like okay okay i'll do it we'll do it it'll be fun we'll do it so we start trying to find people to be on this team and we're talking to the coordinator at the rink about getting this team started back up and so we meet up with him they schedule a meeting in the rink to like meet with him and like all the prospective players and so i go into this meeting and there's four girls there and i was like okay so we can't make a hockey team out of four girls and then they're like oh we're still recruiting like we're gonna get some freshmen it's gonna be great i think we'll have this team up and running by next year and i was like okay fair but like there's not there's not a huge group of girls that play hockey on this campus clearly besides the team that's already established right. like, and they're really good you know and so we were texting about it all summer, and then eventually they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to have a team. So I'm thinking, you know, they found more people, a bunch of freshmen or something, whatever. And so I show up to, like, the first first meeting, I think it was. Maybe it was practice, but and there's, like, five people there. And I was like... And five were on the ice at a time, right? Including the yeah. goalie? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it was, was there just, like, five people total? Yeah, I think it was at a meeting, and then they were like, no, we have more people, we have more people, and then when everything was said and done, we had 11, an 11-person 11 team, so we had enough for two lines, we had a goalie, mm -hmm. four defensemen, and six forwards, which is not a lot, uh, especially yeah. for a college-level team. That right, is it'd be different if it was like a casual level. thing, but that's like, yeah. you know, D2 shit. You know, I think high school, I want to say high school is like 15 minute periods. It's three periods. I think it's 15 or 14 minutes. And like, I think girls hockey is like 14 minutes, like in high school. And this is 20 minute periods. You know, you get a break between each, like it's legitimate hockey. Like it's real yeah. hockey. And 
So we, at this point, we needed bodies because before we had the 10, we were like, we need bodies. So we had one girl on our team that came up from the Miami offers a ice hockey class for credit. And so she came in out of that, had never skated before in her life. And then we had another girl that came in off an intramural, a beginner intramural team who had never skated in her, in her life. So we had two girls that couldn't really skate well. I love them both dearly. They right, were great but people, if you don't have the experience, you don't have but, the experience. <laughs> yeah, and we, we didn't really know where to get a coach from either. Um, so we didn't really have a coach. And then we ended up finding this lady and her husband that played intramurals. They're great. I also love both of them. But I don't think they had ever coached before. And so that was also an issue. Mm. And we couldn't really get funding from the university because you know we were a new club new returning club there's 10 of us you know we're not going to be taken seriously and i was like okay you know this is fine i kind of attributed all of that to us having 10 people and being really really bad um we lost our first game to michigan state 19 to 0 which if you don't follow hockey that's really 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 bad yeah uh, it's not and, hockey's not like a high super high scoring no, sport no Mm-mm. and our that same game they so we were on the big the big rink there's two ice sheets at miami and there's a really big one where like the division one men play and then there's like the smaller one where they just put everyone else when they like need to and we we're on the big ice with the big scoreboard so it, it kept track of like shots on net like how many shots you would get on net and they had to stop putting them up against us because it only went up to 99 and again if you don't know anything about hockey shots on net average per game for pro games it's in the 20s 30s you know so not not great um i think they ended up getting 109 shots on net so shout shout out to our goalie she only let in 19 out of 109 so you know not terrible um we didn't score at all. I think we scored maybe once the entire season. Um, the entire season? So. Yeah. And we ended up forfeiting a lot of our games and having to pay forfeit fees because four of our players got hurt and we had one line plus one sub. And you can't play hockey like no, that. We, one of the girls actually broke her arm during the game. And so we were just rolling people at that point against i think we were playing i want to say like university of michigan or something so that was whatever but you know we weren't taking it seriously by the university we didn't get funding any of this and i was like oh you know it's because we're bad and we have 10 people fast forward to this year senior year so that was sophomore year uh last year COVID happened so it was practice only i didn't really go because i was like i'm not paying 700 dollars to not play <laughs> to, games yeah to just fuck around <laughs> so fast forward to this year um I thought it was going to be the same as sophomore year, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to play. It's my senior year, whatever. And I'm friends with the girls on the team. And so Maddie, the girl I was talking about before, she was our cap, or she was an assistant captain last year. And she um, was the president this year because she took over for the girl that graduated before that was the president. So she was kind of running things. And I was like, there was two days of tryouts, and it was all of the girls that had to show up to tryouts. So um, like the D1 girls, D2 girls, whatever. And so I texted her because I didn't know when tryouts were. And I was like, hey, I, I have work. Like, I can't come to tryouts. Like, is that okay? I don't want to be on the D1 team anyway. And she was like, yeah, I'll just add you to the D2 roster. It's fine. So she texts me after the first night. 
and she was like hey so we actually had like 25 people show up for our team so like if you want to be on the team you have to show up to tryouts and i was like that's cap that did not happen you're <laughs> lying to me like there's no way and she was like no like 50 girls showed up to tryouts Shit. and i was like okay so i have to go to tryouts so i went to tryouts still like not believing her i was like okay like a lot of them are probably trying out for d1 and if they get cut they're just not gonna want to play on our team and i walked into the d2 locker room and i was like no way all these people are here for us and i was amazed there were so many people i think we had like 16 freshmen on our team this year and i was like this is insane like we actually had a real team so 50 girls showed up to tryouts which is a lot um just kind of like for comparison 100 people showed up to men's club tryouts there's two teams for men's so like we have half of that which is really good for women's hockey yeah um what what do you and so i was like sorry what, um what changed like from year to year do you know still or i have is it no just... idea i don't know if because i know we didn't really i didn't think we did a lot of you know marketing it and like social media and stuff but maybe maybe i don't know i don't know how people heard about it but maybe just more people that wanted to play d1 showed up this year and then they got cut from d1 and came down i don't really know but i was like okay this is this is good we have a legitimate team like we're gonna be taken seriously no not at all miami university sees us as a joke um which we're not like you know we weren't great but 16 freshmen we've never played with any of these people before there was four of us on the team that came back from last time so four of us have played together everybody else completely new and like that's a big thing in hockey too is playing yeah. like knowing how your teammates play yeah for sure yeah and there were only two girls on the team that had played together before um like besides the four of us that mm -hmm. came back so we go to like the Miami club sports, whatever, trying to get funding and stuff. And so I'm not like, I didn't have a officer position or anything. I just kind of showed up when they told me to. But um, from my understanding, um, the club people just kind of will laugh us, laugh us off. And they're like, no, like you're not, you're not a legitimate team. You've been a thing for like one year and you guys were terrible last year. So why would we give you money? And it's just like, well, you're giving the, both the men's team's money and like one of them is clearly not as good as the other one so why why not give us funding but we're like okay whatever so what about fundraising like what can we do for fundraising and they're like there's not a lot that's like approved through the university and we're like what do you mean like if we do fundraising we can't keep the money and they're like no you're not allowed to fundraise unless it's like approved through club sports is that a normal thing just out of curiosity because I don't know I, I don't I was I was talking to one of the men's coaches about it because I'm friends with both of the men's coaches and from what I've understood from talking to both of them they do not have a lot of the same restrictions as we do gotcha I don't know about the other women's team since they're better and like have a better reputation if it's different for them but I know for the men's clubs team both of their coaches have told me that that is not how it works for them um, and we applied for, I think it was like a women giving to women's grant, which the D1 women's team won last year. And we applied for it and club sports was like, no, 
you didn't ask us, so you actually can't apply for that. Like, if you get money, you can't have it. And we were like, well, so what would the money okay. go to then? If if you want it, they just we like just nah. Went. Yeah, yeah. So that there was that, um, which I don't know if that was like a sexism thing or just like. I'm sure it was, but like I right. don't know. I don't want to. Well, of course, crap on of the course they're gonna but... they're gonna frame it like, well, you guys talked last year, but like, I think part of it definitely was. Like, because if the if the men if the men created a third team and they sucked ass one year and then they came back then to be like right they, they would they so, would probably get funding you know we didn't have huge amounts of funding so our hockey fees this year were seven hundred dollars per person there's like 22 of us so like that's where a good amount of our money came from and like you know we were legit we had we actually scratched two people per game for a while because we had too many people. And we had legitimate coaches, like, that have coached before, have played before. And, you know, we... All of our travel games were in the second semester, and that's kind of really when it showed how how little of funding they were giving us. Um, we weren't allowed to spend more than $150 on hotel rooms, like, per night, per room. And um, was there a reason that they gave, or they just kind of said? They just kind of said that. Okay. I think it was because, like, with the amount of funding they gave us, that's what they allotted to hotels. Because, okay. again, I asked the other coaches, and they're like, no, that's, no. Um, I mean, when we went to Pittsburgh, we stayed in a hotel that was $90 a night. And I walked into the hotel room, and I was like, I'm in a horror movie right now. Oh, God. There was blood all over the sheets. And that sounds really dramatic. There was blood on the sheet. Like, it wasn't like splattered, but there, there was blood on the sheet. Is this sheets. the okay, one? I think I think in any circumstance that's unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, I saw you put the, this on your story, right? The coke chair. The coke chair. Yeah, that I remember. Yeah, I remember you saying like something crazy, what? and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what? Are you gonna die?" And you were like, "Nah," but so, it sucks. Let me paint. Let me paint the picture for okay. you. I'm gonna so close my eyes in. and imagine it. And. Me and my friend Maddie and my friend Marissa, we were in this room together. And so me and Maddie were like, okay, we'll take this bed here on the left. And Marissa goes over to the other bed and she was like, that's blood. And I was like, no, you're being dramatic. And I walked over and I was like, no, that's blood. And so she oh, takes the God. sheet off and throws it in the corner. Then there's blood on the actual sheets, like on the bed. So she takes those off. And we're like, okay, that's disgusting. We'll go down and ask for new sheets. When I look back on it, after I tell you everything, you're going to be like, why didn't you just ask for a new room? And I'm going to be honest, I don't know why we didn't just ask for a new room. Because Fair we enough. definitely should have. Um, so that happened. Then we walk over to the chair. And it's like, it's like made out of like, I don't know, like material. It's not like a hard chair, like not wooden. And there's like lines of white residue on the arm like four lines like two going this way two going this way and we were like no somebody was sitting in the chair doing lines this way somebody was sitting on the footrest doing lines this way like there's no there's no way that's not what it was we're like what else would would be <laughs> what the and we were like they didn't like, a little bit of nose candy it's off. fine um and then there was blood like little tiny blood splatters in on the bathroom wall and the bathroom tile which was disgusting there was trash behind the curtains you know, really crappy hotel room is what I'm trying to get at. Like, really bad. Disgusting. Our bus driver walked into his hotel room. He's like, I'm going to go get a different hotel. I'll see you guys, you know, in like two hours to take you to the rink. So our bus driver didn't even 
stay in the hotel. So he took the money because we had to pay for their hotel rooms. So he took that and just like paid the difference for a different hotel. Um, and I was like kind of telling all of this to my friends that play for the men's teams. And they're like, we stay at like really nice hotels. And I was like, yeah, no, I bet you do because I bet you get funding. Yeah, they have the like, capacity to do that. Yeah, so that was just like like another thing. Like you're playing college hockey and you're at this big hockey school. Miami's a big hockey school. And they're like, stay in this hotel where you're probably going to get murdered at. I mean, we ended up calling the police that night on somebody in the hotel, you know, completely different story. Unrelated, well, hold on, hold but... on, hold on. Don't brush over that, please. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with hockey. That's fine. It's an interesting story. So, let me give you, this is going to make it even funnier. Let me give you some background. So, sophomore year, the first year we had a team, we were in Chicago and my mom and I walk out of our hotel room and then my friends Maddie and Shay that were still on the team this year, they're mm-hmm. standing outside this room and they're like, this lady is dying in this room next to our room. And we were like, what? We stood there and there's like this lady like moaning, like not not good moans, like yeah, bad yeah, yeah, moans, yeah, yeah. like sobbing, like in pain, screaming. And so they went and told the front desk and they're like, we can knock, but so they ended up calling like the police and they took this lady out on a stretcher. So we were making jokes about it when we got to this hotel. We were like, no, this it's going to happen again to you, to the two of you. It's just, it's going to be you guys. And so um, we were kind of like down in the lobby, just hanging out, you know, maybe drinking a little bit, maybe not. Right. We're definitely not allowed to do that on club, in nah, club sports. But, but you know, you know. I'm, gra- I'm graduating. What are they going to do? Um <laughs> So they go up to the room to get some more um, Gatorade, and they come back downstairs. Like, they run back downstairs, and they're like, no, there's, like, this dude is beating the crap out of this woman in the room next to us. And I was like, what? And they're like, no, like, we stood outside the room and listened, and he's, like, screaming about how she's stupid, and she spent all his money bailing him out, and he has warrants out for his arrest, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, that doesn't make sense because you can't bail somebody out who has warrants out for their arrest because that's just not how it works. And also, he said, fuck you for bailing me out, basically. Yeah. (laughs) It's his argument. It's fuck you for helping me because you used money. It was just so evident that he was, like, beating the shit out of her. And they're like, should we call the police? And I was like, ah, yeah, probably call the police. So they called the police. And we were like, okay, nobody go upstairs. Because we were, the, we were on the third floor, which was the only floor in the hotel that was open. Because the first and second floor were closed for renovations. Okay. Which was also sketchy. But, so we were like, okay, nobody go upstairs. The police came. They go upstairs. They're up there for like 20 minutes. And ambulance pulls up. And then one of the girls that was like in her room like called us and she was like, No, the hotel, like the the room, the door's wide open and there's literally like just the girl in there. Like there's no dude. And so we never we don't know, like we never found out what happened to the guy. We're thinking he like saw the cops pull up through the window and like was like peace out because the cops came downstairs with the girl eventually and like took her out to the ambulance. And she came back in, and then both the cops just left. So we don't know what happened to the dude, but he was not there. But this girl's face was just so swollen, and it was so sad. It was, and she like just went back to her room. It was so sad. But Jesus. she probably was scared that. to ask for 
like the medical care I mean, and yeah. the help and yeah that's always what happens is you can call the cops yeah. but then it doesn't do anything like we had to call the cops on um when i lived with my sister the people above us would fucking go like like we would hear them all night long like just screaming and you know going crazy and we would when we would call the cops it would just be like they would go and then they'd be like hey we heard a disturbance they're like no we're fine and then you, if they deny help then the officers can't do anything mm-hmm. and they're scared to ask for help because when he gets out or whatever it's just gonna be all hell broke loose yeah so basically long story short really crappy hotels that we stayed in um they were always like a really far drive from the rink and i just you know i feel like we could have got a little bit more money than what they gave us but it is what it is i mean you know they're they're never gonna take them seriously until they like win a national title or something so i don't know i just think it's stupid because the men's team's I they I think they took like two buses when they went to nationals. Then I was like, you don't need two buses for twenty people. Yeah. Give us that bus money so we can get a hotel that doesn't have blood in it. Like, right. it's just so ridiculous. And like, even with the guys that I'm friends with, the two guys that coach the men's teams, they just like would always just be so mean to me. They'd be like, you guys suck. And I was like, okay. Like, I, I mean, I know we're not great, but, like, I don't need to hear it from you. Right. Like, why are you telling me? And I was, I, like, one time I, so, here's another fun little story for you. So, we ordered socks and jerseys for our first game. They didn't come. So, we went to the club storage room, and we borrowed the men's D2's practice socks. Practice socks. They practice socks, first of all. Practice socks. We couldn't even get game socks, and they practice. These were their backup practice socks. Oh my god! Meaning they have at least two sets of practice socks, and we took the D three men's practice jerseys because we needed matching. Like it's a rule, you have to have matching team jerseys with numbers on them. So we took them, and the their coaches got really mad, and you know whatever we washed them they washed the socks and they were like can somebody wash the jerseys and fold the jerseys and i was like yeah i'll do it because i have to work anyway so i'll just do it during my shift because i work at the rink and i was like okay so i go into the laundry room at the rink and somebody's stuff is in the washer so i go into their office because these two coaches they share an office because they're interns you know they don't get their own office but i walked in their office and i was like hey like who's who's using the washer like i need to wash stuff and the one guy looks at me the d2 coach and he's like me you need to wash my stuff and give it back, by the way. And I was like... Clock his ass right there. I was like, that's what I'm trying to do. That's why I asked whose stuff is in there. He was like, yeah, you guys like borrowed my socks without permission. And you took his jerseys and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why are you yelling at me? He was like, I'm not yelling. You don't want to see me yell. And I was like, oh, oh. And I looked at him and I was like, is that supposed to scare me? And he was like, no, I'm just telling you I'm not yelling. Like, you can ask my team what yelling is. This isn't yelling. And I was like, I was just joking. Like, I was like, I just need to use this washer so I can wash his jerseys and give them back. And he was like, yeah, don't take my socks again. And, like, the other guy was like, yeah, like, you need to wash my jerseys. And I was like, did I not just say four times that that's what I was doing? Yeah, like, I'm actively trying to do that. And also, I love when people... Like, they're like, oh, fuck you. And then as soon as you push back at all, they're like, but, 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 I'm just fucking around. Like, like yeah. they're like, I'm not, I'm not actually yelling at you. I'm just saying. I mean, the worst part of it is, like, I am friends with both of these people. 
and they were talking to me like that. Like, one of them was my boss last year. He ran their murals, and he, like, hated it and never did anything. So I literally did everything for him last year, and, like, we're friends, you know? I bring him cookies to work. We're friends. The other guy was my um, – I took an ice skating class last semester for credit, for fun. Like, why not? Better than sitting in lecture. And he was, like, my ice skating teacher. And, you know, we all work together, and we're, like, friends. And they were, like, being so mean. And they're like, why did you not just order your own jerseys? And I was like, we, we did. Yet, like, these are your backup, backup, backup socks and your practice jerseys. And I'm trying to wash them and fold them. And I was like, when was the last time that they even got washed? Because I guarantee you that you guys don't wash them. Turns out I was the first person to wash them this semester. And then I asked someone on their team the last time they washed them. And they were like, when you did it. And I was like, that was like four months ago. Ew, first so they don't even normally wash them, but they're like, ew, the girls wore them, we need to wash them. Disgusting. Oh my god. Damn. But yeah, so like, you go into this like club storage room where we got these socks and jerseys from, and there's just sh like shelves of socks and jerseys and all this stuff that's like, belongs to the men's teams. And it's like, <laughs> we can't even get one set of socks and jerseys and you're literally yelling at us for borrowing them and washing them and giving them back and they didn't have practice before i like gave them back i made sure that i got them back to them by practice and they were just being so mean for no reason like i don't know it's just like, stupid even if you guys even if you weren't friends with these guys and like you didn't know them that well you should never like talk to someone like that ever <laughs> there's yeah. no there's no excuse for that like yeah even on the basis of you guys have to work together after that conversation like even like the most base level just human decency shit of like this is my coworker and i have to see them every day they shouldn't have been talking mm -hmm. to you like that yeah so i texted my coach all of that and she was like me and bryce are gonna have a little chat tomorrow and i was like Period, sis, pop off. And she went in <laughs> on him. That man has been so nice to me since then. Let me tell you, he's very nice to me now. <laughs> well, good. He fucking should be. Yeah. But yeah, so I just think it's ridiculous that we, why in the first place did we not have jerseys? Because this team isn't like, it was a thing before I went here. It just dissolved. Like, what happened to the jerseys that they used? Right. Let me guess. The men took them for their practice jerseys. Yeah. Because I know for a fact that we used to have practice jerseys because back to Columbus Ice Hockey Club, they donated them to us because a girl from Columbus Ice Hockey Club used to play here. And then after the team dissolved, the Broomball Club team took them hmm. and would not give them back because I asked for them for sophomore year. And they were like, no, they're ours now. And I was like, oh, okay. They're, they're pink. Like, give them back. Fucking <laughs> idiots. <laughs> But, yeah, so it's just, like, why why do the men have backup, backup, backup socks and, like, five sets of jerseys? And we can't, like, we can't get anything. And they have two nice locker rooms. Let me go back to the locker rooms. <laughs> they have two nice locker rooms down on the end of the rink. And they have, like, their, like, stalls in them and their nice little Miami logo carpet. We have, um... It's one of the, like, general locker rooms. Like, it's used by all the teams, like, the children's teams, the high school teams. Like, it's just, like, a general locker room. 
And so the D1 girls have their, like, their gear lockers in there. So it's, like, their locker room, their mission statements on a plaque in there. But it's, like, even then, like, it's not their locker room because other people are being allowed to use it. It's not, like, the men that have, you know, their locker room is locked. And if they're not using it, it's locked. They need a key to get in there. And we don't even, like, we use that locker room that the D1 girls, like, have their stuff in. But our lockers, we don't have a locker room for our lockers our lockers are on the other side of the rink up against the wall just out in the open so like and they all have their own lockers too we have to share lockers we have two people to one locker and let me tell you hockey gear takes up a lot of space so yeah it's like a lot of shit (laughs) yeah and so like we don't we don't even get our own locker room and we don't even get our own lockers like they get their own lockers they get a whole room then the men don't even have to lock their stuff in lockers they just hang it up in their stalls because the locker room is locked right like i get it whatever they have won more titles than us but even with the the d1 girls team they've won nationals plenty of times why do they not have their own locker room down with the, the men's teams why why do they get this little crappy general locker room that is connected to another locker room through a bathroom that men accidentally walk through all the time while we're changing because it doesn't lock yeah it's it's like okay you know i get it for us we're we're still establishing ourselves we don't have any titles but the d1 girls have won nationals plenty of times they're usually i don't think they did great this year like they didn't go to nationals but they did better than we did they do good every year like they have won nationals so many times and they still get this crappy locker room where they lock their stuff in their lockers and then you take take a walk down to the end and the men have these two super nice carpeted locker rooms with their names and numbers on the stalls and you shouldn't you shouldn't have to like prove that you're like prove yourself to all these fucking people just to get a fucking locker room like uh, it it just blows my mind that like you you have to go through all these hoops and do all this bullshit and win a title or do something huge before they're like okay well now the women can have a locker room like you should Mm -hmm. not have to prove yourself the fact that you've built this team and done all this stuff is enough to warrant the basis level things it's so ridiculous and like if you've ever seen Goggin you know like it is a huge rink it's it's an arena it's got two sheets of ice um in the lobby they have all of these NHL jerseys hanging around from all the NHL players that have ever played at Miami they have so many donors to this place like they have a plaque with all of the donors on it and they've got four donors in the two million plus box like I know they have money I know they have money yeah and the other thing is we practice from 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. twice a week. The D1 girls practice from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. because that's the only ice. We get last pick. We get last pick. D1 girls get second to last pick. We go after intramurals, which, like I said earlier, is you sign up with your yeah, friends. Yeah, that's like fucking around having fun. So I would work. Here's my thing. I would work Monday, Wednesday from 8 to 11, intramural groom ball. And then I would go change and get on the ice after intramural broomball ended from 11 to midnight. Like, why are we not a higher priority than intramural broomball? <laughs> like, I, I get they make money from intramurals, but it can't be that much. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the numbers, but still, it's like, <laughs> it's intramurals. Why, 
Like, let the club teams practice before then. That's stupid. Yeah. But um... it's like... <laughs> go ahead. No, uh, no, you go. You go ahead. It's fine. I was just, like, gonna go back to the whole having to, like, prove you're good to get a locker room. Yeah, like, stupid. Our, yeah. our Division 1, like, our varsity men's team, like, our legit team, they're, like, they're not, they're, they haven't been good. They were good at one point. They haven't been good in so long. They have all their own wing of the building. They have a two-story gym. They have a film review room. They have a sports trainer's room. They have all this stuff. And I get it. It's Division 1. It's varsity. But, like, they have a whole wing of the building, and we can't get one room. What? <laughs> like, they're not even that good. Come on. Like, give us the second story of their gym for all I care. They don't need two floors for a gym. Right. Well, okay, so the the question I meant to ask this, like, at the very top. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like it's it's that, like, it wasn't like it needed to start the whole thing off. But I was just curious, like, so when you joined hockey and noticed all this stuff, was that, like, your first, I don't want to say, like, awakening, because that sounds fucking stupid, but, like, was that, like, your introduction to sexism as a whole, or was that more, like, you noticed in society and then you saw it in hockey and you were, like, now, like, I see it in this more specific context? Yeah, I, I feel like it was definitely just a more specific context because definitely, like, growing up, going to public school and stuff, it's not, it was not my first run-in. Not my first run-in with sexism. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was, like, my first, like, personal experience with it, maybe. And but... probably, like, one of your biggest, I would guess too yeah because it's for like sure. the thing you do after school and like you you know yeah uh, uh-huh yeah well that's pretty now i'm all heated <laughs> i'm like pissed off at all this bullshit now i'm like what the fuck um there is a women's hockey league now a professional women's league right yeah. i did i mean i like i was telling you i like i did some like research and i just have like a couple like thing like little stats and bullshit um but like way back when this is like 1920s the um like canadian whatever association for hockey they just voted to like just straight up not recognize women like they voted to not do it which is just you know it's not like they just hadn't been it's that they specifically voted to not um and then there was a girl that like a really young girl that played in the 1950s but she had to like hide her gender because there was only a men's team, which I get it. It's back in the 1950s, but also like still pretty ridiculous that they had to like go through that to hide her gender the whole time. Um, and then the very first women's international hockey league was established 70 years after the men's world championship was first established, which is fucking insane. 70 years. <laughs> Um, and then finally in 2019, British Columbia decided to stop scheduling men in priority, like specifically they would always give men priority, which I'm sure still happens all the time, but they finally started to stop. I guess they like, you know, they finally started to change it, um, in 2019. So pretty recent. <laughs> and then with some COVID restrictions, shut up, buddy. I'm talking. Thank you. 
Thank you, Jamie. He's whining down here. Um, uh, but for some COVID restrictions, they decided to cancel the women's championship. Uh, I don't remember the specific thing that it was called, but then they were going to go ahead with the men's. But they no, because that makes me so mad. I forgot about that. Right. And I, I forgot like, about that. That made me so mad. It makes no fucking sense. Like, why would they do that? Uh, and yeah. then a stat from 2019 is that less than 5% of hockey's, like, operational jobs are filled by women. So less than 5%. Yeah, because if you don't have a penis, they don't listen to you. Right, well... I was gonna no, be like, I was gonna joke and say, well, that's how it should be, but I don't want, I want someone to clip that. And be yeah, like, no, I forgot about that thing with COVID. That was that made me so mad when it happened. I was like, how are you gonna cancel one but not the other when it's the exact same thing? The only difference is yeah. what gender is playing. Yeah, exactly, it's the exact what? same sport. It's just that they're women. Like they're, that, that's COVID one of those is examples. not specific to women. Men get COVID too. Like yeah, that's one of those examples that they can't really come up with bullshit to like you know they have no other reason besides that it's women like you can't really defend that <laughs> in any other way yeah no it's terrible yeah and like i said i was just sitting there getting all sad in the coffee shop reading all this stop bumping my microphone get down i was um getting all sad in the <laughs> coffee shop reading about like here's the sexual assault here's this bullshit where they voted to do this to fuck over women like there's just so many examples i just like had to stop reading it for a second because i was like this is annoying and sad and bullshit yeah <clears throat> yeah that was like one thing when i played boys it's just like so clear so evident how like even like the guys like on your team don't want you there i mean in high school like i feel like maybe it's a little less of a problem like after i started playing for a few years it was fine but like it's just, like, and, like, guys on the other team will, like, specifically target you if you're a girl. Like, if they see you have a ponytail sticking out of your helmet, like they'll try to hit you. And they'll try to hit you harder because you're a girl. That like, was going to be one of my questions earlier, but I forgot to ask it. It's, like, I assumed, but I wasn't sure, for, like, for sure on that. No, it isn't. It's ridiculous. And, like, a lot of the times the guys on your team will, like, back you up and they'll, like, then go after and, like, destroy this guy's life but sometimes they won't it's just like well guess i have to get up now like my collarbone's broken but it's fine yeah i mean one of the girls that i played with in high school she when we were in dc this was the same trip as the speed skating storage locker room nice. um she put her she always put her hair up in her her helmet she was like i don't want people to know that i'm a girl and so she put her hair up in her helmet but like you could still tell that she was a girl because, like, she didn't look like a dude. Right. And she got hit so hard, so hard from behind, which is, like, the biggest, like, you mm -hmm. don't do that. You don't do that in hockey. Is that and, illegal in hockey? I thought that was. Oh, yeah, that's, like, a game ejection, depending on how bad it is. Right. Mm -hmm. At least in high school it is, not in the NHL. That's just, like, a game misconduct. But so she, like, ended up getting a concussion. She had to go to the hospital, like, off the ice to the hospital, and it was – it was, like, so evident that the dude, like, did it on purpose. There was no reason that he needed to do that. He could have easily just, like, elbowed her and taken the puck away. Like, yeah. what? That's... <sighs> it's so stupid. It's terrible. It's terrible. And, like, 
the chirps, like, the sexual harassment on the ice, it's like, is anybody else hearing this? Like, because I know their coaches can hear it, and it's the fact that they don't care, and they actually probably encourage it. Yeah, but it's like, like, oh, I'm trying to get in her head. Like, sexual harassment is just not funny in any context, and you're a piece of shit if you think so. Like, but yeah, that's just my two cents. What do I know? I'm a woman. Right. God. Now that we've all gotten sufficiently heated and what pissed do off I on know? this. No, my <laughs> face is so funny. I'm actually so mad right no, now. No, like, yeah, I'm trying to, like, not be pissed, but I, I'm pissed. Like, I'm, I'm I don't Yeah. Because I don't want to just be like, what the fuck? And make the whole podcast, what, bro, what, what? But, like. Yeah, no, I feel like this whole hour was just me ranting. Like, relentlessly that's ranting. That's, that's what we, that's I mean, what it's justified. I'm just at a loss. I mean. Uh, obviously i you know i would have never seen this one i've never played hockey before if you put me on ice skates i'd fall flat on my face <laughs> as soon as i step on the ice me too but it's just i don't know it just goes to show like i would have never even thought anything like that was happening especially like the something as basic as locker rooms yeah. like that you said that i was just like the fuck that's a basic need for any sport Regardless yeah. of your gender, who the, who the fuck cares if you're a boy or a girl, whatever the fuck you identify as? Who cares? Like, uh, that's just... I'm, like, sweating now. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah. Just, like, heated as fuck. <laughs> and it's, like, you know if these girls, like, start changing in the in the lobby, they're immediately gonna get screamed at me, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. like, you cannot change out here. So you have to go change in nasty bathroom. Yeah, then, I have and then, changed, and I've changed in plenty of bathrooms in my hockey career. Let me tell you. Oh god! And then, and then when you're like, okay, then what do you want me to do? They're like, oh, uh, because they don't have a fucking solution. They're idiots. <laughs> That's literally what they told uh, us in DC. They were like, go in the bathroom or go in the storage closet. Right. Like those are your options. That's fucking ridiculous. Like what do we do? And they just throw their hands up. Oh fucking I've, bathroom. I've been given broom closets. I've been, I've I changed in somebody's office one time. They're like, oh, this person's, like, on vacation. You can change in their office. Like, what? <sighs> so it's like, when you play on a women's team, it's like, the locker room situation is a little bit better. But, like, like I said, with Miami, it's like, you know, I mean, at least we get a locker room. But then you compare it to what the men get. And it's like, well, now I'm mad again. Yeah. But, like, if you don't play on an all-women's team, like, you're going to be changing in some tiny little spaces. If they don't have a women's locker room, and odds are, if they do have a women's locker room, it's just as small. It just has the title "locker room" instead of "broom closet" in front of it. Right. That's. Yeah. Oh goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> That's for a while, I think that I couldn't even find. Um, so for your hockey shorts that go under your pants, they have Velcro on them so that you can stick your socks to them. Okay. And for a while, I couldn't even find, um, like, ones that were made for women. Like, the first two years I played hockey, I would have to buy men's ones and take the cup out. Because they, like, they made them. You could, like, special order them online. Like, you couldn't buy them in, like, hockey stores. Right. So I would literally just buy the men's shorts and take the cup out of it and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they make them now, yeah. Um, yeah, they call them Jills for girls. So, but interesting. Yeah, it's stupid. That's it's it. I don't know. I because uh, there's always these things where I'm like, 
we've come so far as a society and then i hear this shit and i'm like well we got nowhere yeah. <laughs> like like I you, think you like shoulder pads, it's like they don't make shoulder pads for women because i'm sorry but my chest is not built the same like i don't need bit ones that are big because if i get like a bigger size and shoulder pads the shoulders are going to be giant and then like mm-hmm. it'll fit over my chest but like if i get a small it's like well the shoulders fit now but like it's not strapping over my right. fucking tits like <laughs> <sighs> sorry no that's <laughs> fine, that's fine. <laughs> um yeah i don't know what the fuck is wrong with people <laughs> my whole like uh, i don't want to say the stupid part of my brain but the part of my brain that's like time to go like i'm always like how do i fix this is what like my first go-to and i'm like my i'm just i'm always like a fixer so i'm like okay well now let's just go and we'll, we'll make some calls or something but like what am i gonna right. do you know yeah. but i, I think mean, i guess if everyone, to fix it but gotta right. start some right and if everyone thinks well what the fuck can i do then and it doesn't do anything then we're not gonna get anywhere but yeah my my thing is just like they have the hockeys for everyone like the the intent is there they're just not doing it correctly they're not putting it in the right place right they're like let's give all this money to like these organizations so that they can get more kids to try hockey and give them some free gear and like reduce their hockey dues but we don't have like you want these girls to play you're trying to get them to play but you don't have space for them a pretty prime example of jumping the gun on something well i was just like i was just so excited when the ice house was like yeah we're putting in a women's locker room and then i walked in the next year and i was like this is not a locker room in the face yeah stupid it sucks what can you do well that's the big question i guess (laughs) (laughs) Remember when you said, I don't think I could uh, fill an hour with hockey? Prove <laughs> <laughs> that point I think, I think, I think uh, we've reached our... No, I, I'm looking at the time. I we're, 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 we're over an hour, for sure. I don't remember I got exactly mad. No, yeah, and rightly so. Like, I'm pissed, and I'm not yeah, even I, yeah. Like, there's just such uh, blatant misogyny, and, like, based, like it's, it's baked in at this point. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like it's one of those things yeah. where it's just so heavily integrated in that it's going to take a long time to get things the way that they should have already fucking been. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like you said, it's just over, like, people just overlook it. Look at it. People don't even know. Right, so, like, yeah. if you don't know, you can't. You can't do anything about it, but that's part of why I i wanted to do this is to talk about these fucking things that no one knows about because i didn't know any like not any of it but i didn't know like half the shit you mentioned and i wouldn't have if i wouldn't have asked so i guess that's my psa is go talk to people (laughs) (laughs) you know go have these fucking conversations yeah gosh well i appreciate you doing this because yeah yeah it definitely needs yeah, to be talked of course about. um yeah for sure garen any closing thoughts from you that's not a you have to say something i was just asking <laughs> <laughs> is that a lot 
Yeah, just words. I see. Literally, I yeah. mean, I was just about to say that. I, I just, it's eye-opening for me because I played. You know, I like growing up. I played sports all the time. You know, like I played football, baseball, even in, like in high school. I played. I did tennis for a few years. I, you know, I thought that was really fun, and I like. It was never even a thought in my head. And of course, you know, I wouldn't. I would never experience anything like that. You know, I'm. I'm a man. I. Yeah, just you know, by, by I, I would wouldn't. never. Yeah, like, it just, that just, it, like you were saying, and I keep referencing the whole locker room thing. You said it sounds so little, but, like, that's the whole point. Right. Like, it's the little you're shit. not even getting the most basic shit. Like, that's just what's mind-boggling to me. It's, like, oh, my I hear you, I'm getting all I'm getting all angry again. <laughs> but yeah, every time I go to talk about it, I'm like, like I'm like, I have to it's like infuriating. It <laughs> it's infuriating to me, because you know, like with the uh, the Columbus Ice, like that's a, I mean, that's a really good idea, you know, getting people who are underprivileged, people who wouldn't normally be able to afford to play, you know, giving them an opportunity to go do that. But then they take up that opportunity. What the fuck do they get? Yeah, Jack like, shit. Now what? <laughs> like, you're not helping the problem. That, like, if anything, uh, if anything, I feel like that turns people off more because you're like, yeah, you go to try it and then you just get completely shit on, and it's like, well, I had an interest and now I know that there's no way to do it. Yeah, not like no way, but like I know that you're there's just confirming just all people's shit. doubts about it. Yeah, they get there and then they have nowhere to go. Like, I can't imagine how long it probably took you to even find a team to play on. Right. Yeah. Regardless of if... <laughs> yeah, easy. yeah, I... And then when I mean, you did, you had to do co-ed, which isn't necessarily the worst thing, like, just by default, but, like, the fact that you didn't have enough people to do a women's team, it, like, shows just right off I of mean, that. nowhere within a two-hour drive. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely infuriating to me. Yeah, it's. Uh... I know. I I feel like the intent is good. Like, obviously, I feel like there was only good intentions with obviously starting that club. Um, it's just you know poor execution. Mhm. No, yeah, I think uh, it it definitely serves a purpose. It was like originally created for like. Yeah, you know, underprivileged kids and like diversity and stuff. But then when it comes to women's hockey, they're just not prepared correctly. I guess maybe is how I would say yeah, it. But I think that's a good way to put it. I really like that they have the girls' team now, and like with the girls' yeah. team, you know, the locker room issue doesn't really exist for youth hockey because they just get their own locker room. It's not like. Not like in college where it's like, oh, this team has this locker room that's just for them. That one has that one. Like in youth hockey, it's like high school teams. Some high school teams get their own locker room. If you're like, if you go to one of the rich schools, mm -hmm. um, like the Dublin's St. Charles of the world. Um, but like in high school, like with I think it's good that they made that women's team. But yeah, if you're if you're trying to get girls to play hockey, I think you either need to like make co-ed more accessible for them or you need to have a women's team like that's all there is yeah. to say about and, and it, it. And it you can't i feel like like a lot of them are 
doing half measures of like, yeah, I guess we'll do a girls team. But then they just kind of just have the girls team. And that's the only thing that they do. Like you can't, I mean, I've said this like three times, you can't just do that and then not have a plan. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I find it kind of funny. Um, before, before we started recording the podcast and everything, um, I, uh, just so I was testing out if my, like my headset would be better audio quality. Um, which it is. I don't know why I'm bringing this up now. Yeah. Thanks. Um, (laughs) he was, you know, just kind of mentioning, you know, some of the topics you wanted to talk about and how you, you know, obviously I remember from high school, I remember you, uh, you always liked hockey. You always love talking about it. And he said that that was, you know, what you wanted to talk about today. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to wear my Columbus blue jackets, (laughs) Patrick Liney Jersey. You know, be like, yeah. Haha, yeah. now I just kind of want to take it off and like throw it in the closet and not ever look at it again. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, we're all just like, fuck hockey. Like, I love hockey. I love watching hockey. Yeah. I've been to plenty of Blue Jackets games. I play hockey video games. Still couldn't skate to save my life. Wait, but... let me let me ask you guys a question. Okay. How many of the professional women's hockey teams do you think you could name? Zero, because. Well, for, exactly. but, but 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 to be fair to me, I only know of like OSU and Blue Jackets. <laughs> like I, it's not like I, it's not like I'm into hockey. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, just, I'm not trying to. Okay, be well, but, 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 how many? That, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, I mean, and that's like the thing is they're like, yeah, we have a women's professional team or professional league, but like those women don't make. That's like their side job. That's like a hobby. They don't make anything. Right. And it's like, you know, yeah, whatever. It's based off of merchandising and ticket sales. But, like, I've never seen an advertisement for any of their games on, like, an NHL channel or anything. Like, right. I mean, I, I have, like, T-shirts from, like, some of them. But I'm a girl. So, like, obviously, I think it's cool. But, mm-hmm. like, it's like you're trying to do all this. But you're not. Like, the NHL is so, like, they'll retweet the the women's stuff on Twitter. But, like during during women's history month but they're like okay you get one month you get one month to shine which i think is and then you're done another thing like total side note is like it feels like uh, the bare bit not even i don't know what i'm trying to say like it just feels stupid to be like well you get women's history month but like it kind of tries it feels like they're trying to say like well you only have this month like don't forget your place you like you know what i mean and it's the same with like black history month (laughs) sometimes i feel like why do I only get the month? Like Black History is American history, and women's history is American history. It's the, it's all we're all in the same fucking place. We're all fucking people. Yeah. Didn't mean to get on my soapbox for a second there, but like. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it just pisses me off. It's like. Yeah. You should always be talking about these things, not just like oh well this month is designated towards it, which is a good thing, but it should always be at the forefront of people's minds. I have this little picture of my team sitting on my desk right here. Now I just kind of like want to be like, okay, well. Yeah, turn that down <laughs> while you're talking They're about it. They're making me sad. They're making me sad. Oh. Jamie's getting antsy. And I'm well <laughs> over an hour at this point. So I think we should wrap up. Um, but like I said, thanks for doing it. I would love to have you on yeah. again. Uh, yeah, I would as too. As long as the people like you. We'll see what the people have to say. All like five <laughs> the people, people at once. <laughs> Hey, I'm like one of those five people. I know, people. I'm just fucking around. Me too. But... I'm also one of those people. Yeah, it's, I think it's like this point, it's literally like you two and my sisters and Jacob, I think, listens to it every week. But like, we'll get there. 
like I said, I'm I'm very opinionated, and you get me talking about something, I can go for an hour. Yeah, well, but that's what we want. I have lots of opinions and lots of lots of things to talk about. Well, so. well, hopefully you can come back on and we can talk about more stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'll try not to make you guys so mad next time. No, 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 no. I like like getting angry about it because that motivates me. I'm happy you brought it to our attention. Yeah. But um, I guess thanks to the people for listening to this. If you listen to us all talk for an hour and like 20 minutes or some shit, like, good on you. I mean, I'll probably listen to this again at work. Like, when this release this. So, Garen's the one person that got to the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, future Garen. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I talk a lot. No, it's fine. It's good. I, no, like, it's okay. I like it. Um, I en- I enjoy listening. So yeah. And thank we'll, you. Thank you. Maybe I don't know if we're gonna put anything on YouTube. Every week I'm like, maybe we'll put it on YouTube, but we'll figure that out later. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening, all five listeners, and thanks for talking, Hannah. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess we'll see you next time then.